Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. On today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, we hear from Wendell Potter. He's a former Cigna executive turned industry observer. He'll talk about how the pandemic will alter the insurance market. It's Monday, May 4th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. The economy contracted 4.8 percent in the first quarter of 2020, according to early federal data. Almost half of the decline was due to health care since consumer spending on elective procedures plummeted as hospitals and other providers scaled back or temporarily shut down. The decline in care delivery, however, is benefiting insurers. To hear how the industry will fare and change because of the pandemic, we spoke to Wendell Potter. He was vice president of corporate communications for Cigna before he left in 2008. I had a crisis of conscience. I just realized that what I was doing for a living was supporting and uh, keeping alive a very dysfunctional healthcare system. And I was misleading people about the role that insurance companies play in our healthcare system and in our in our country. And I uh, testified before Congress several times in 2009 and 2010 during the time that Congress was debating legislation that became the Affordable Care Act. United Health, Cigna, Anthem, and Humana all reported earnings this month and beat Wall Street estimates. Now, of course, the COVID stay-at-home orders really only impacted the last portion of the first quarter. But how do you think the crisis will impact the insurance industry? Among all companies, all industries, I think insurance companies are positioned to bring in more profits than, than they have in the past and uh, than any other sector of the economy. And that is because, uh, one, we're seeing that a lot of what these companies were anticipating spending uh, just isn't going to happen. Insurance company executives are already telling Wall Street investors uh, and analysts that they uh, don't expect to see a material negative impact on their bottom lines and that they might actually have a net savings this year, again, because so many of the procedures that they otherwise would have had to have covered uh, are just not going to happen this year. It's unknown at this point how many of the coronavirus patients are going to be needing expensive treatment. Uh, Certainly many of them will. Many of them will die, uh, as we've already seen, but uh, uh, probably not one insurance company will have a disproportionate share of those patients. So the government will actually be the biggest payer. Most of the people who are most affected are people who are older, who are uh, Medicare beneficiaries. 
patients will be enrolled in Medicaid plans, but many of them will frankly be uninsured. And uh, so that will have no bearing on the profitability of the revenues of the, of the insurance industry. What signs or signals are you watching for to see how the insurance industry will fare? The second quarter, actually, uh, from uh, April through June, will be where these companies will have maybe the most exposure to uh, the treatment of coronavirus patients. So I'll be uh, paying close attention to that. We won't have much visibility into that until uh, probably sometime in July when the, the companies begin reporting second quarter earnings. But uh, uh, I'll be watching to see how much of, of the money that they take in they actually are paying out in medical claims. One of the things that United did, because it has so much cash, even during the first three months of this year, as the, as the pandemic was getting fully underway, uh, that company still spent um, more than a billion dollars buying back its own shares, which is uh, a way that companies are able to boost the earnings per share, and that benefits shareholders. And among the, the, the shareholders are the top executives of the company. So I'll be looking to see how much richer the, the investors are, and those investors include the top executives. And obviously, like you mentioned, a lot of elective surgeries have been delayed, canceled, but there is going to be a time when they come back online. Um, do you think there's going to be a flood of both hospitals and patients trying to schedule procedures? And do you think payers are preparing or are prepared for that? How, how do you think they'll deal with it? Well, they absolutely are, are anticipating that. And that's where uh, we'll be looking to see what they do with rates next year with, with premiums. Uh, yes, there will be, in many cases, just a delay in a number of these procedures. Some of them probably won't be done at all because some patients will, will have died. Uh, but in many cases, it's just going to be a postponement until sometime uncertain. Uh, and the insurance companies will certainly be anticipating that there will be a resurgence of demand for those kinds of procedures. Will it show up at the, in the last quarter of this year or throughout 2021? We don't know for sure. Pre-pandemic, about half the country got health care coverage through their employers. I've been hearing some insurance companies say they're seeing a shift in payer mix already, with, of course, more than 30 million people filing jobless claims in the past six weeks. How do you think the pandemic will change the reliance on employer-sponsored coverage? What we're going to be seeing is that more and more employers will uh, not be able to offer coverage. A lot of them, a lot of employers are just not going to come back. This is going to be devastating to a lot of employers. I think that you will see there will be an acceleration in the number of employers who get out of offering benefits. Uh, employers that are staying in the game will be facing more and higher cost. Uh, and so will those who enrolled in those plans. And I think we'll see that employers will have no alternative but to continue to shift more of the, the, the cost of the premiums to their workers and increased deductibles. That, in turn, will, I think, also mean that more people who even have access to coverage will not take up the offer and will make a decision to remain uninsured because they just simply can't afford even their percentage of the premiums or just decide that the, the value of the insurance is not great enough when they factor in how much they have to pay out of their own pockets if they get sick or injured. Now, we've already seen at least one payer announce an acquisition of a provider practice in a Northern California Blue Shield subsidiary there, um, acquired Brown and Toland. It's a big practice out there. And I was wondering, are you expecting more payers to acquire providers at a discount during the crisis? 
a lot of these practices, because of cancellation of a lot of these procedures, are are, are seeing revenues drop. Um, so they're in many cases having to lay people off. Uh, I've heard that even some doctors are taking out uh, loans against their 401ks to be able to keep their practices open without laying people off. So a lot of practices are going to be strapped uh, and I think more likely to be receptive to an offer from an insurance company. And I think uh, the insurers are, frankly, taking advantage of this pandemic to do that. As part of the CARES Act stimulus funding for hospitals, I know that the administration had said that hospitals had to agree to not surprise bill patients, or at least not more than the in-network rate for care provided by the out-of-network provider. So I guess what I'm wondering is, do you think that's going to sufficiently protect patients from surprise medical bills? I think the jury is out. I don't know, even though presumably insurance companies have said that they will waive out-of-pockets and not charge more for care provided by out-of-network providers. What's the enforcement of that? We're, I have seen uh, or heard anecdotally that people are still getting bills from out-of-network physicians. Uh, so I think balanced billing will continue. Post-pandemic, which sectors within healthcare do you think will benefit the most? I think that healthcare providers are likely to be those among those who suffer financially uh, during this pandemic and health insurance companies will be the big winners. Uh, it's going to create, uh, I think, even greater an imbalance between uh, um, you know, the winners and losers and, and who in our healthcare system uh, gets the most money. I'm concerned about the, the future of, of healthcare providers of uh, both hospitals and and physicians and physician practices. I think that uh, they're going to emerge from this uh, in many ways strapped, seeing reduced revenues and uh, whether or not there will be adequate reimbursement remains to be seen. That was former insurance executive Wendell Potter. He's a writer and healthcare reform advocate. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.